For the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast is fueled by the Manshake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and Max and my weight loss journey, or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The Manshake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is For The Players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast with 40 years of playing PlayStation and 8 plus years in the games mini combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out all our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopculturist, where you can watch us record this show live. We become in into the chat and become a part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this playstation pod if you are on podcast service be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review if you are on youtube like subscribe leave a comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop as well as our merchandise store pop culture.com slash shop being by shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it we come at you once again from the internet uh as is what we normally do but max and i in different rooms uh we are still in the middle of uh lockdown for live free and lock hard but here in regional victoria restrictions have eased yet we aren't allowed visitors and we couldn't be bothered recording this outside <clears throat> yes either that or we do it outside like we literally do an outside show like we record on my front lawn or max's front garden or in the, the park nearby but that seems like way too much effort so instead we're just going to go our standard lockdowny uh setup anyway uh yeah fuck i do miss having people i do miss having people over it's been like two weeks and like actually that, that's us max how are you finding this lockdown uh so as well you know we've chatted about this offline well, online but off air i should say um this one hit me a bit harder than the last few yeah and i don't know why i have a feeling that it 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 the main reason is because now my my kid's a little bit older she enjoys getting out of the house more and having that restriction kids don't understand why we can't leave the house they just get cranky and shitty and a, a problem to deal with and the other reason being um my mum's supposed to come down in like a week's time and it looks like that's probably not going to happen anymore. Yeah. So if everything goes according to plan and we do exit our lockdown next Friday or this Friday, depending on when you're listening to this, um, my mum's supposed to arrive the Wednesday after. So like what, four or five days leeway. So yeah, it's just, it's kind of sucky. Um, nothing really changed for me too much. Like I worked through it. <clears throat> um, although the place where I work, they shut down. But I was I was expected to still be there, so it was this week kind of dragged a yeah. lot, as I imagine <laughs> like, it would. And you know, everyone's like, "Oh, at least because because obviously we're in regional Victoria, not metro." Our, our like you alluded to, our restrictions have eased up, but you know, you you still can't go and visit people. Like, 
you can you can go outside for whatever reason you want to now, but you still can't go and see people. So it makes it it does make it hard. It does, and it it has like because this is the fourth time that we have done it. Now, granted, we haven't had the full blown shit heap that had been the Melbourne one, which is like a hundred and something days in brutal lockdown. Yeah, uh, we haven't had that, and we are, and both you and I are also very very lucky that we've been able to continue to work during this time. Oh yeah, for me, my job just gets harder. So lockdowns make me just because I have to, it's trying to facilitate all my sessions and get an entire site up and running in days because the fuckers just decide to have go lockdown starts now. Um, make, it makes my life incredibly difficult. It makes my life really, very hard. It's very, it's very difficult to do that. And as someone that works in a men, as you know, mental health facilitator, mental health practitioner, um, it's very tough because I, I have to balance my hundred something clients mental health make sure they're Mm. okay you know so we don't really get time to stop and think about myself or my own health or my friend's health or you know which 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 is a stressful in and of itself and yeah like i was meant to see my dad my dad's in he lives in the northern suburbs of melbourne so he's right in the hot spot where all the freaking you know old uh, 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 European descent individuals just go around kissing each other and being old and not wearing masks and stuff and just spreading that bastard. Um, so he's like right in the smack center of it and he, so he can't do mm. shit. Even if he wanted to come visit, he couldn't. Um, mm. And that sucks. And like, you know, um, just coming back off the weekend that I had in Melbourne, which was awesome and it felt like truly living again. Yeah, yeah. Um, to then now not being to do that again is is a bit fucked. So like I'm with you. You know, we're very lucky. We're in a great situation. It doesn't make it any less garbo. It's like, if anything, it's, yeah, it's, it's weirdly harder, this one. Yeah, well, my, my sister lives in St. Kilda, like, fully metro. Mm. And I've been ringing her over to, like, you're holding up all right? She's like, yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> Just watching a lot of YouTube, sleeping a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep, fair yeah. enough. That is tough. So, like, so I've just been... Um, doing the usuals that we do which is our group group wrestling watching sessions and stuff like that and did some painting and um just sort of trying to keep myself sane you know uh you know just just doing the doing the things you know what i'm saying like last night i i uh i was actually had this awesome viewing party uh with uh friends friends of ours newly acquired friends of ours uh, over at uh, DMDU, so that's Deathmatch, down at the wrestling show until last week. So Jay, uh, they put up a, um, a thing on Twitter. I was like, hey, who wants to come watch? Like, mate, we're gonna, Essentially, like, we're going to pull a list of really ripper wrestling matches you should watch. That's all hang out, because a lot of them are based in um, in Melbourne, CBD. Mm-hmm. So they're all like hard lockdown. They're like, let's just do something. So I jumped in with the party last night and it was awesome. We just bullshit about wrestling, like the good, the bad, the scene, like the local scene, sort of, you know, where, 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 where the international scene's going. Um, it was awesome. It was actually really, really cool. So it was, it was fascinating because I'm sitting there like chatting with, with Jay, obviously, and then a bunch yeah. of the other, the wrestlers I, I had just seen, you know, which was awesome. It was such a cool little, it was a cool little experience that I think outside of a lockdown, it wouldn't happen. So. That's not too bad at all. But yeah. Outside of having lockdown sadness, how is life, Max? It's it's not too bad. <laughs> um Yeah, no, I, I we we bought our kid a new bed. So the mattress arrived yesterday morning. Oh, she's in her own big girl so, bed. Now. So we're gonna we're gonna try and get her back into her own big girl bed because 
Yeah. Yeah. It's time. It's time. Yeah, my son's like 17 now and like time to get your own bed, dude. And uh, it's been very difficult. He's been, he's been a real butthole yeah. about it. Yeah, she was fine because obviously she used to sleep in her own cot and then she got real, real sick one time and then we're like, okay, well, you can come stay with us and then we just couldn't get rid of her. We had the exact same thing, man. My my boy, uh, probably like two years ago, I say that because it feels like it's been that long. Like he got really, really sick and the, the catch was he's like, so like we can't, we we're not sleeping. We both have work. We, you just come into our bed. And he hadn't mm. I've tried. I've I've tried to sweeten all the deals. I'm like, <laughs> if you go in there, you get this. You do that, and he's like, nah. <laughs> like I've I, I've tried to bribe the living shit out of my child. Maybe you should just do it. The, maybe just do it the other way. Just be like, okay, this is your room now, and we'll go <laughs> just go sleep in his room. Yeah, his bed sucks. You know, probably wasn't like it, but no, it is all the other end of the house though. So I, I, I'm sure he's got some real mild like uncomfortability around it. But we'll get yeah. there. We'll get there as well. Yeah. Um, the the conversation that we have now is because you know he's he's four. I'm like, you know, you got to be in your own bed before you turn five, bud. It's like, but why? I'm like, because you should have already done it, man. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> you should have already done it, man. <laughs> so by the time you hit five, it's a bit, it's a bit fucked, don't you think? I'm here, I'm talking to him like he's an adult. <laughs> like, it's a bit fucked, James. What do you think? <laughs> just be like, just when next time you go to daycare, James, just ask all your friends where they sleep. Yeah, and then I if bet, you're the- Is it in their bed? Yeah, that's right. Peer pressure. <laughs> now get out. Get out. Max, what have uh, you been playing this week? I've been playing a lot. This Actually, I, I say really? I've been playing a lot, but I, I haven't really. So I'm still, um, still playing Destiny 2. Man, that game. I'm back into it hard. Uh, I also rolled credits on Operation Tango, the, ah, the PlayStation PS Plus, Plus game. How was yeah, it? So uh, I played it with uh, one of my one of my good friends, Noodle. Noodle! And the best way to describe this game is it, it's, it's similar enough to... Uh, it's one of those you have to play cooperative games, so similar to that of like It Takes Two, A Way Out, all that stuff. Dope. Um, where one player plays as the agent and you generally move through a three-dimensional space, uh, be it office areas or whatever, and the other person plays as the hacker where you're basically just sitting inside computer screens the whole time. And the gimmick of the game is you have to use voice chat because you're only given half of the information. So to solve any any of the puzzles, you're given half and you're friends given half and you've got to do that back and forth hey what's showing on your screen this is what's on my screen let's work together to figure it out a very short game for now there's only six missions how long did it take you to get through uh, so, oh, maybe about five hours not bad give or, give or take very short game uh, we did it over two sessions so we did the first three missions one night and then we did the last three the second night uh throughout the game the the game's difficulty kind of does ramp up by the end of it. it. It starts off simple enough, and then it gets it gets much harder and harder. Um, the the puzzles are very uh, a wide variety of puzzles. The last one, the last one was really fun. It had a uh, keep talking and nobody explodes vibe. Oh yeah, that's a ripper game. That, and, the, and that's I was, like I was going to ask because like, that's the that, sort that, of the sense that I was getting from what you were saying. Yeah, so it it was very much similar to that. And the game was really fun, so we're gonna. I think we're gonna play through it again and swap roles this time. I was gonna. My, my next question would have been, which role did you play, and did, so you, I, did you feel a difference? But if you haven't played the other one, I yet. I played the agent, but the the trophy, the way the trophies pop is you have to play both sides. Okay. 
and there is some randomness involved because I I know a couple of my other friends played it and they got puzzles that we didn't get. Oh shit! So it All might right. have some replay value as well, which is nice. Uh, I mean, it's this is PlayStation Show. I played it on PlayStation Five. My my friend played it on PlayStation Five, but it is cross-platform multiplayer as well and cross-gen. <clears throat> There's a link to say, hey. Uh, if you want to play with a random, hit the Discord button and you can go and find someone to play with. It's It seems like a really cool system. <laughs> Sorry, no, there was the chat's going, hey, one of you is failing the muting Discord game. That's me. That's this guy. And no, um, no, no one ever talks to me on Discord. So for, for those of those who do Twitch, uh, Max is coming through. In the pod version, yeah. you ain't going to hear it. But, sorry, Twitch. So, um, I, yeah, I had a blast with that. Um yeah, and then obviously I've you know dabbled in GTA. I've been playing a new game called um, where is it? Celesta. I can't think of what the the, the tagline is, but it, it's an Xbox Game Pass. I'm playing it on PC. Uh, it's basically uh, similar to that of like Baldur's Gate or Divinity. It's just a tabletop sim. So I went in, created my four characters, and made a, a cleric, a wizard, a rogue, and a pally and the game is great like it's so akin to tabletop game where everything you do a little d20 pops up on your screen and you see the roll and you see the the pluses and minuses for all your bonuses and it's really giving me that that uh that craving of playing up uh tabletop rpgs again oh man speaking of like because i'm gonna run with that so uh i'm playing a campaign (laughs) with my friends from work now like i've never like even though my day job i'm surrounded by tabletop role-playing games i don't play them that often if ever mm. so and then because we were like hey we need to, we want to connect to connect better as, better as a team that's that's play so i'm like sure so it was myself paris my friend uh, a mutual friend craig uh mother mother work colleague meg and paris's son uh and his, and his partner and my other friend alistair who i also work with so it's a big it's a big squad um and we all have their varying characters uh so mm. i my original pitch was i wanted a character who was a wrestler because someone pitched that they're like because i'm like i don't know what to play they're like once you play a wrestler you can make like a monk and they can brawl they'd be I'm like, all right and then i'm like well can i make him a healer but the idea the only way to heal him heal someone is to give them like a ddt or something so you grab them you smash their head in the dirt and suddenly they get healed that was my pitch turns out that's really difficult to deliver <laughs> so because with most with most efficient healing spells uh, are distance right it's all about well know. what so what you're telling me is you should have played a paladin and you could use lay on hands yes that was the thing lay on hands was the only thing i could have used <laughs> so we shifted it and i went into more of a bard category uh, but i'm okay. still I'm still a wrestler um but with with healing abilities so his name mm-hmm. is Cal- uh, cajones del fuego which translates to balls of fire uh and yeah so he's this cool he's kind of like a short like he's got like a lucha libre mask on but it's all medieval inspired sort of like fantasy inspired uh so push comes to shove we're in our first encounter and goblins come into this courtyard and we just get monstered like so friend of mine meg her character is just getting wrecked by these goblins my guy's heroic so part of his character traits is that he's heroic and that anyone's anyone that needs their assistance he's there he's he's fucking on his way get out of the way he's there for his team so i my character comes darting he jumps over a table he climbs up craig's character walter and leaps off him 
Now, prior, because like, all I remembered at that time was like, oh, I have a distance healing spell. So if I jump off Craig and do the healing spell, I'll be able to heal Meg from a distance. Little did I, re I, I, at the time, I totally forgot that when we were creating the character at the start, I was talking to, to Pitchin to Paris, who's the GM. And he's like, well, what are, why don't you sort of, you know, use your healing distance as the DX chop, right? So you, crop, you, you chop your crutch and out comes, you know, healing power. I was like, sure, why not? And, and as I'm like, I jump over Craig and I... Oh, fuck. I'm going to I'm gonna have to throw my crutch at Meg and she's gonna it's going to heal her. So I have to explain how he goes, Poduj and his cojones did in fact go Del Fuego and... Uh, saved a bunch of people with my penis um <laughs> i did get points for role playing it though but it was it was an incredibly difficult conversation i'm like i'm so sorry meg i didn't mean to throw my <laughs> at you and create a positive effect um <laughs> but it was really good to go back to it, it, it it's 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 a ton of fun we're playing again tomorrow at the time of recording so we play on sunday and it'll be fun oh that's which, which that sounds awesome. so that it was like do, and then like pyrotechnics came out of his dick hole and like fucking healed meg she's got glowing light as like the you know fucking pyrotechnics oh it was it was i i have to my credit i i did sell it very well jeez, <laughs> uh, it was a ton of fun um but to jump off jump before you're saying so max i was playing returnal again this week because, oh, I, yeah. because I, I fucking hate myself, apparently. I was like, I'm going to go back to it. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fucking get it. I can proudly say, not really a big achievement, but I have finally, finally defeated the second boss. Ryan Betson is now in the third biome of the game. Still makes me want to kill myself but I'm slightly less sad about it now because I did it. I achieved, I achieved, it was so insane. Like I, I, I'd unlocked, uh, I had, what's the one that like shoots a bunch of like the longer missile. Oh, the, the hollow seeker. I had the hollow seeker and I just unlocked this thing where it like d does little like <clears throat> side blast things. Right. So I was, I was having a yeah. good run with this weapon. I was fucking enjoying it. And then I, I, I was like, okay. So I gave it a couple of runs. I got, I, I can, I was able to get to the boss piss easy now. Like now I know the run. I took the, your advice and say, don't fight everything you fuck. Just run through it. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So I did a little bit of that and I was able to get me there quicker without having too much of a drastic effect. But during the first run of the first level, I was like, I'm going to find the store and I'll get the astronaut, which I did. Totally forgot about the astronaut, by the way. So when I got to the boss and I am like, bing, 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 bing. And I, I, I get through to the third health bar and I'm at like mm -hmm. 20, 15% left health. And then he fucking stabs me and wallops me out. I'm like, no, you son of a bitch. Cause I was watching wrestling at the time with Craig and I'm, I'm like fucking swearing and I'm shitty. And then I come back because I forgot I had the astronaut. I'm like, get fucked. And then he dies. I'm like, ah. Uh, it was such a, my, my son was in the room and he's like what happened daddy I'm like I beat him I won I finally got through the second boss and he's like well done daddy and we high fived and it was a great sense of like elation and happiness I just felt like I finally fucking achieved something in that game even though like the game has been consistently just destroying me and stabbing me in the spleen for like weeks as I said I'm at, I'm at like 60 deaths or something now 19 hours in and I'm only just on the third biome like what the fuck is this torture? 
And then I get to the third biome and some flying things just fuck my face. And I'm like, oh, I'm instantly dead in like one hit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, fuck this level. Yeah, so many of the enemies in biome three are flying. But um, yeah, I, I also, I'm actually in the middle of a, of a returnal run right now. So while I was waiting for Windows to do its stupid updates before the show, I'm like, oh, because I'm still searching for that last key fragment. So I'm, I was missing the sixth fragment, which is in the last biome. I just found it. Literally, just before my computer turned back on, I found it. So I'm currently sitting at the boss door of the sixth biome, ready to get it. <laughs> nice. And that's true ending, yeah? And then you're Dunskies. 100% Dunskies. No, so I'll, I'll have one more run. So once I once I finish this, I'm going to go back to the go back to the house. Yeah. And then there, there'll be another something in there, another item that I can grab in there. And then I have to go through one more run beat the final boss again and then i can do something with that that final item so that's so gross saying that though so two two more runs hopefully i i really love that i don't have to go through i don't have to touch the second second level again anymore yes sometimes sometimes uh you you can skip straight to the third world but sometimes you find the teleporter to the second world first so don't don't like accidentally jump in there yeah i do find the second one i'm like oh fuck that and then i go find the third which is which is mad um Mm. So that, that that's really dope. Oh, I was gonna say as well. Oh, I found I think there's been some additional updates like lately because I keep finding like silhouettes of other players and I can avenge them, which seems new. Like mm. last time I played, that wasn't there. Is that a new update? I th- possibly. Yeah. So you find like these, you know, echoes using like a division term, like the echoes mm. of this experience, and then you follow the echo and they die. Like, well, you, if you you can avenge them and get ether, or you can steal their shit. I think is essentially what's saying. And yeah, you can it. you can cleanse using your ether, and you'll get an item. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of cool. It's a great little idea because I keep finding them. I'm like, oh, and then I got notifications like someone avenged you. I was like, yeah, shout out to that person. <laughs> I don't know who they were, but thanks, man, appreciate it. Um, what else? What else been playing? Have you, uh, I booted up Prison Architect for what? From some fucking reason, I was just going through my my list of purchase games on um on my PlayStation. I was like, I fucking love Prison Architect. It's so good. Like I I, I bought it for work, um to to play during lockdown. Like when I when I was streaming yeah, yeah. to my clients, because I thought it'd be a fun way for us to sort of have you know shared engagement i played a lot on pc and i love it on pc and i was like well how's this going to work without a mouse and keyboard it's not too bad actually like it's it's relatively easy it's just a little bit of extra button clicks because you know you don't have as many buttons in front of you as you would a Mm -hmm. keyboard and the um the 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 movement of a mouse is certainly missed but it's kind of fun i I, it's everyone should know about prison architect right now you you built prisons you have prisoners in there that will try to escape and you just got to keep you know building it and making it. it's kind of in the same boat of the reason i love like um uh two-point hospital and shit like that it's that same level of sort of management simulation with also yep. like building and, and stuff like that which is which is bad uh i dived a little bit back into leisure suit larry again this week not a whole lot further um just a little i've just i have moved into the next area and i'm kind of just starting into that so there's not much for me to add there uh haven't played outriders so that's um, i still haven't got to the end of that but other than that i think i'm pretty much covered all my games anything that that you haven't mentioned yet uh just that uh my wife and i have started playing a way out we're a little bit a little bit through that nice and it's been fun how's she finding with it being so totally different from it takes two uh 
I think she enjoyed It Takes Two more. Mm. It, it had more of a whimsical feel to it, and it was a little bit more uh, hands-on. A lot of the time, where we're up to, a lot of the time it's very hands-off. We're kind of just... Um, so for context, we're, we're very early. We're, we've stolen like the first three items that we need for the escape. Okay. So Ali keeps doing the, oh, you should probably do that. And then I'm like, just get in. <laughs> and then you're fighting them now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not doing the we're not doing the whole teamwork thing as well as we did in It Takes Two, where you had two very significant the clearly separate defined roles. roles. Yeah, yeah. yeah, clearly defined roles. Whereas in this, you kind of like whoever gets in kind of does the thing. Well, that's about what we've been playing. Now, before we jump into the news, we'll do it as we as we do each and every week. This is our Get Less Fat update. For those of you that don't know, uh, in 2020, I lost over 30 kilos using a product called The Man Shake. It's a meal replacement shake um, that, yeah, that helps me get, uh, lose a stack of weight. They have, as an as now an ambassador for the product, they have come on board to help support the uh, for the players and both mine and now Max's weight loss journey so max started at the beginning of this year max how is your get less fat updates this week because i so know I've it was got, a little bit hurdle last uh, week because you're yeah going so away, i've got my got my shakes again now so I, ra- I ran out about a week ago so that they're back in now so that's good uh chocolate is starting to grow on me mm. i'm just mixing it with coffee flavored now as well so a bit of a mocha uh, I haven't been eating as much crap, which has been good, and I've lost about just under a kilo. So, so is that pushed you over that ten now? Because you were, you were over that ten now. I was, I was at the ten. That's right. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit over now. Yeah, under, over. Good depending shit. on which way you, depending on how you word it. So it's been good. Yeah, it's, it's been good to get back onto it. I, I did it today. I was, t- I was talking to friends before the show, uh, well, way before the show, and they're like, oh, I think, I think I'm going to go get lunch soon. And they're like, oh, I'm going to get Hungry Jacks. I'm like, I could go some Hungry Jacks. And then I decided I couldn't be bothered leaving the house, so I made a shake. Nice. Yeah. The convenience <laughs> like, really helps. I'm just like, I don't want to go out, so I'm just going to shake something up real quick. Yeah. Good call. The convenience does make it a lot easier. Yeah. So I, as I've talked about, I think this is, this would be beginning mm. of my fourth week, uh, uh, with a minor change. So, you know, for those, yeah, that I know I've been doing the shakes two two take shakes a day since March of 2020. Um, so what I've done in the last three weeks is I've replaced my meal, my dinner, rather than with something that I was making myself. I was using the, my muscle chef meals or you foods, depending on what I bought from IGA at the time to sort of help get that keep my calories down keep my portion controlled down and see if that would have any any additional impact well in three weeks max i have now lost uh uh, four and a bit kilos so i started this this little thing at 111 because i did bounce back a kilo um and then now i'm sitting at 107 and a half so that to me is just fucking mint you know it's 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 absolutely lovely so i'm now sitting at closer to 35 kilos lost uh over this whole journey which has been i i it's it's been absolutely amazing and the, the hurdle that i have because there's no gym right now man so i can't go yeah. to the gym i'm like i'm not exercising because it's shitty outside so i'm not going for well you because you were because you were for a while just doing cardio correct so the the original plan for what i'm doing now was to replace my dinners and just do cardio 
Mm-hmm. And so I would step because I, I, for the start of the year I was doing uh, doing uh, weightlifting as well, and I was yeah, really yeah. really enjoying it. But I was like, well, I need to lose weight, and I think the weightlifting might be hindering me. So I was going to do just cardio and just the eating that I have now. So yeah, on a positive, knowing that I can just by replacing my dinners with these my muscle chef meals or the U foods, I've lost four kilos even with minimal exercise. So hopefully yep. when lockdown eases i'll return to the gym and i think i might keep keep going on these meals for a little bit longer maybe get them so said another make it four weeks so another week mm-hmm. maybe another two weeks and then add the cardio in on top and see if that's going to give me that extra bump because they said now i'm sitting at 107 like i haven't been 107 kilos since 16 you know i'm 32 yeah. now so like if i i my original my, my goal had always been as close to 100 as i could get from my original start weight of 142 so i'm like this close to my goal and i think i really can achieve it which is which is fantastic so i know i know when i did the show last week i mentioned my weight was around 107 but there were some additional factors that got me down that low so i sprung back up the next day pretty hard uh mostly because Mm. as i said i got back room drunk last week and i vommed so that didn't help um that kind of instantly lowered my weight loss because i was so empty (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah then it kind of went back up and now it's back to uh, almost exactly where it was um post vom which was nice post vom no voms this week um but That's yeah good. so if you want to uh support max and i on our weight loss journeys or you want to maybe even start your own you can there is a link in the description below it is bit.ly bit.ly slash ftp manshake just by clicking on the link you are showing support of the show you don't even have to buy anything just click the link is more than enough for us but anyway let's now get into the section called inform the players we tell you about what happened this week in playstation and max i believe you have a top story it's some breaking news in fact uh it's not it's not quite so much breaking but it is definitely the top story of the week it's fucking heartbreaking news max well i'll let you i'll let you roll with it it is your news today <clears throat> the 5th of june 2021 4.53 p.m. approximately. I concede <laughs> to the 2021 video games draft. As of right now, there is no way for me to even <laughs> remotely succeed. I, After some additional news that has come out this week, I have no, cho- I have no choice but to forfeit and admit that quote max is the best end quote so are you now regretting your decision what was it maybe two months ago to uh swap out some games but you had to have them on next year's list just to keep yourself in the running had you have not done that had you had you have conceded a few months ago you'd have a clean slate for next year and you wouldn't be stuck with hogwarts legacy and <laughs> the batman games that may or may not come Gotham nuts. um <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it, hi, hi, hindsight's 2020 20, i guess yeah but like for me it was like i had a feeling like it wasn't looking good for me it wasn't no. looking positive and i was like i'm just gonna fight the fight for funsies um however it's backfired on me something fierce i don't i, I hang on the book's over here you 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 fought the f- you f- you know you tried to fight the fight as hard as you could, but 
uh, Mr. Corey Barlog himself came and cheap shot oh, you. Oh, to make shit. Yeah. Okay. So look, um, I'm just. Is it in here? Is it in this one? Yeah, here it is. Here. All right. So as as we discussed last week, because Max has one game left and it's Far Cry Six, and then he's completely had a f- success. Every game has come out. My, on the other hand, is not having as much fun. So now, granted, I do still have Ratchet and Clank coming next week. Uh, coming this week, sorry, it's coming out Friday. Uh, I still have Deathloop coming at the back end of this year, and I do still have the Dark Pictures uh, House of Ashes. However, with the loss of uh, both Gotham Knights, Hogwarts Legacy, and now God of War Ragnarok, which as we it was confirmed this week, which we'll touch upon a little bit later, about how that game is in, in confirmed delayed to 2022, I am down one, two three games minimum out of yeah. eight i'm fucked so there is no even if every other game i got was to score a hundred I, I i would there's no way like even that perfect run i would be fucked yeah so as it stands right now and because it looks like horizon zero dawn may not even come out this year we had a state of play last week no date that motherfucker could be coming in march next year so Rather than just get decimated for the next six months and fight unnecessary fight, I'm just going to call it here. And um, unless Ratchet and Clank comes out at like a 98, then I might still be beaten. No, I'm still beaten. There's no fucking chance. But um, <laughs> well done, man. So that that brings us to one apiece. That does. So next so next year is the is the tiebreaker. Mm. So that's going to be interesting. It was you know it was good to win last year. It was it was good. Like, see that. Look, I'll admit, I I did go in a little bit ballsy this year. I did I did pick some big some biggins, and you picked a lot of sort of smaller games and a lot of things that you you were pretty confident releasing in the first part of the year. Um, so we did play differently, but I think I just got fucked, um, just by pandemic and bad luck. Yeah, um, yeah like it was like it wasn't entirely bad bad choices. They're worse, like. Picking God of War Ragnarok, that was a bad choice. But <laughs> at the time, the information we had at hand, Hogwarts Legacy, Gotham Knights were looking pretty solid. Yeah. So I just got I just got fucked post-pandemic. You, you just played a safer game and it worked in your favor. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's cool. Go, Max. Shout out to you, Max. Do you want, do you want to have a vic- Would you like to uh, respond? Just a victory to, lap. Would you like, would, yeah, would you like to respond to my conceding speech with your victory speech? Uh, look, I appreciate everything. I'd like to thank the Popsy community for giving me such a banger list to choose from. <laughs> and uh, I look forward to hopefully uh, winning two in a row next year. Ooh. Ooh. Calling it out. confidence. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Let's kick things off with some Sony news now. Uh, let's talk about the PlayStation website. So Sony has confirmed the official PlayStation website will be relieved of its social feature, My PlayStation, as of the 28th of June, 2021. Users will no longer be able to access this part of the website, further pushing people away from browsers and towards the app or the consoles themselves. Uh, I didn't know this was a thing. Uh, I can tell you I'd never used it. So uh, oh, I'm devastated. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> I, I don't really use it. It's not a huge issue. Um, yeah, look, it's, yeah. It's, it's important to have that information it, out it, there, but it is... It, is, it, it makes uh, sense you, to push the app or the 
the, the console themselves. It is interesting that they are actively closing a lot of their social spaces down. Like communities is gone. This is now gone. Uh, especially on the back of them getting involved with Discord, it's very likely they're going to want to integrate all those things into into Discord within the console itself. Mm-hmm. Or one of the other rumor mills that's been going around is the return of PlayStation Home. Um, obviously, with the success of like, uh, was it, is it, is it, I want to say Rec Room, but it's not Rec Room. What's the VR game on PC? Oh yeah, it. Uh, um, I know what you're talking about. When we have an avatar and people just kind of fucking hang out and do VR things together. Oh, I mean, there's so many of those. Yeah, but yeah. I, I know what you. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I whatever that. Whatever that, that. That VR chat. Thank you, Puck. Puck yeah, Reverend Puck in the chat, everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. So VR chat. So maybe they're gonna do something like that with PlayStation Home and sort of create a new social space because PS Home was pretty popular on the PS3 and like you know, people were reasonably bummed out when it did get canned a little while ago, but. You know, it's all cool. Uh, well, one thing they talked about, uh, you know, earlier in this year, Max, with the shutdown of Studio Japan, uh, and they'll talk about this being, uh, everything sort of being reshuffled. And that has been 100% confirmed this week with the announcement that Team Asobi, the new Tokyo-based developer, the developer team behind Astrobot Rescue Mission and Astro's Playroom is expanding and moving on to, quote, bigger projects. So the studio confirmed the news itself over the official PlayStation blog with a post detailing the team's origins and hopes for the hopes for the future team asobi also has a brand new logo so previously they were just sort of this little offshoot team but you know they're now being marketed as the team asobi which is essentially replacing studio japan Quote, following the release of Astro's Player for the PlayStation 5, Team Asobi is now spreading its wings and growing bigger. This is a very exciting time for the team, and we are very much looking forward to this next chapter. We wanted to take this chance to thank all of you, the PlayStation fans, for your kind words of support over the years. Cool. They're committing, man. Yeah. They're going hard. And like, obviously with Astrobot being a, the potential of Astrobot as a great little mascot is amazing. And I, I, I yeah. even though it sucks that a bunch of other studios, because I remember, I know you and I, when we first heard that news, we're like, maybe it's more of a reshuffle, but it turns out to, to not be, it turned, did turn out no. to be a bit more of a shutdown. Yeah. Which is a bit disappointing, but hopefully they can still use team asobi to to build and grow and you know create some cool little experiences and i think they wanted to, to get them involved in xdev uh as well so maybe that's all part of it who knows make a new ape escape but let me play as um astrobot <laughs> if that's if that's how i have to get my next astro's ape escape a- game a- astro's ape escape i'll play it Ooh, yeah give me that uh, some cross-generation news, Ryan. So in a new interview with the official PlayStation blog, PlayStation Studio boss Herman Holst is asked about cross-gen development. Holst points out that Sony can't simply abandon over 110 million PlayStation 4 users, which is why titles like uh, Horizon Forbidden West, newly, uh, well, possibly God of War Ragnarok and GT7 will be cross-generation games. Up until now, the the last two titles, being Ragnarok and Gran Turismo 7, have been announced for PlayStation 5 only, but with Hulse's words suggesting that they they may also hit PlayStation 4. Quote, Where it makes sense to develop a title for both PS4 and PS5, for Horizon Forbidden West, the next God of War, and Gran Turismo 7 will continue looking at that, and if PlayStation 4 owners want to play that game, then they can. If they want to go on and play the PlayStation 5 version, that game will be there for them also. (sighs) 
Now, we've got some news a little bit later on how, uh, referring to Horizon, Horizon, how it's not being hamstrung by being uh, developed for both current gen and previous. Uh, Hopefully, that shows through with these two titles if they choose to go that route. But they make a good point. You can't just give up 110 million people. Yes, but... Especially there when... A, there th- is a problem here, and they are creating this problem. They are building this problem. Like, I understand mm. console scarcity sucks, but console yeah. scarcity has always been a problem. And the no and no, no other generation of PlayStation specifically has ever done anything like this, right? Obviously, you had games like Metal Gear Solid Five, which did go... A Phantom Pain, which did go across PS3 and PS4. Not a shortage reason. That was just a cognitive decision made by Konami, right? So just mm. because, you know, right now, if PS5s are selling as well as they are, say they are... You know, they talk about how it was one of the most successful launches in PlayStation history. Then there's plenty of them out there. As of this very moment, we have Ratchet and Clank coming out in, you know, as the time this goes up in four days. We do not know of any other PlayStation 5 specific exclusive release. What we had, we had GT7 coming to both. God of War, whatever the fuck, because they haven't, they haven't officially announced it, coming to both. Horizon coming to both. We have Returnal, and we have Demon Souls. That's it. And Ratchet. Three. Three. Like, and, well, and, that is, and, that, no, I, and that is for the foreseeable future as well. And Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrated is a PlayStation Five exclusive. Yes, but like what it, I'm talking about. But yeah, I, I get what you. I get, I get what you mean. First yeah. party, first party stuff. releases, yeah. right? Or you know, or at least second party in terms of say uh, Re- uh, Returnal House, and yeah. uh, actually they're both they're both second party Returnal and uh, Housemark. So Returnal with Housemark and uh, Demon Souls with Blue Point, right? So the only yeah. the only one complete first party exclusive with Insomniac's Ratchet and Clank and there is nothing there is no slate there is no future of anything just PS5 so if you own a PS5 now sorry dude there is nothing explicitly for your console PS5 like owners should be a little bit shitty really like don't get me wrong they're gonna be able to play these games great and they're gonna be all runs cool but this is the exact same problem that xbox of uh, xbox are going to face right they're like there's no reason to buy the next generation console when there's currently no next generation console games and yeah. that's the problem that we are going to and we are facing right now because from where we sit looking forward there is nothing nothing that makes you go i need a ps5 that is a fucking interesting decision and i don't know why they're doing it i have no idea why they're doing it am i wrong not really i mean you make a good point obviously you know playstation 5 is going to be the better place or better way to play that game as opposed to playing it on ps4 but yeah at the end of the day it will come down to personal preference and if you've already got a ps4 and all these games are still coming to it you're in no real rush to upgrade unless you're like i have to have that newest latest best yeah and then if, and if it's if, if that's the case like oh okay cool like you know mm. like you and i day one adopters we both have our we both bought our ps5 on day dot and right now it's like i probably could have waited like returnal's cool and what we wouldn't obviously because of the content we make but it's just it's just bizarre really like yeah. and i do understand from a business decision about oh we have a hundred neck but like that is such an unnecessarily conservative decision right 
I wonder at what number it would have been. It doesn't matter anymore. What do you mean? Like, like, so if there weren't a hundred and ten million PS4 users, what if there was only fifty million? Oh is yeah, that, is that is that small million. enough of a number that they would just be like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna jump ship. Yeah. This is this is the point where this is the this is the cutoff point. Or do you think that this? Or do you think that these games were originally slated for just PS5 and then? The pandemic hit, and they didn't maybe didn't sell as many consoles as they thought they were going to sell. But they're selling they're like, gangbusters, well, though. That's the oh, they, thing. They, they, they are, but that it might not be what they want. It, they might have wanted to sell more, and because of these restraints, they can't. So, yes, but, but, so like, but these restraints aren't hindering them. Yes, the, the hmm. market isn't flooded with PS5s now, but as, they, as it has been on the record, they have claimed hmm. that the PS5 is one of the most successful PlayStation launches, period. Yeah. Like their market share right now is fucked. It's like 40 something percent, right? So it's not as if there aren't PS5s out there. There are always going to be people trying to seek one out. But right now, uh, you know, according to the data that we have been given, that we are seeing, this this is no reason to. Now, is it? it's proportionately way smaller than the PS4 market share right now in terms of the, game, the consoles that are out yeah. there. So... <clears throat> You you know you know what I mean like that that's how I see it like but I mean yes you know, they, yes I'll, they I'll, want the games to sell well right like the consoles yeah that's they what I was going to say like I'll, to sell well but like shouldn't the idea be you could make more money if you incentivize people to buy your new console and seek out that console hmm. like the the demand is already there add to the demand create yeah. the create the salivating experiences that you can only get on a PS5. And for many, Horizon would do that. God of War 2, Ragnarok, whatever, would have done it. And to make and, and to, to make matters worse, because I'm gonna, I've you haven't put it in the news, but I'm gonna, I've pulled up the quote from Sony Santa Monica, and we'll run through that in a minute. But like with that being put, actually, we'll, we'll touch into that now. Hang on, let me jump over here. All right, so Sony Santa Monica announced this week uh, about the uh, the delay of God of War Ragnarok, and they they put this quote up on social media. Since the release of the next God of War teaser last year, we have been humbled by the amount of love our community has shown us. We're incredibly grateful to see so many people excited to experience the next chapter of Kratos and Atreus's journey. We remain focused on delivering a top quality game while maintaining the safety and well-being of our team, creative partners, and families. With this in mind, we've made the decision to shift our our release window to. 2022 thank you all for your continued support we'll uh we'll get some exciting things in the so we've got some exciting things in the work in the works and we can't wait to show you all so with that in mind right it's being delayed into 2020 into 2022 in theory by then there should be more ps5s right it's not as if that like as it stands this very moment like, oh, shit, if, if they were wanting to launch in October or the back end of the year, like they originally had planned from the information that we have available with 2021, right? They're like, shit, it's, it's a, that'll be a year from release. With a global pandemic, how many consoles are out there? So they've pushed it further back. There is no reason to put that motherfucker on PS4. I mean, the issue is they've obviously been working on this for years, presumably for however At long between years, God of War. Yeah. yeah, they knew the console was coming. It's not as if yeah, yeah. it's not no, as no, if no, the I'm PS5 not... surprised them. No, I'm not saying that it that it didn't, but it was obviously in their mind from from the beginning that they were going to be building it for both. And even though now it's been delayed by a year, that's not their. It's it's now not the point of 
well, let's just can this. They've got an extra year to get consoles. They've been working on a PS4 version of this. Why just can it? Because they have a new console to sell. Like, it may, like, it just, it, look, I understand that, like, we're in this weird fucking blurry future, right? Where generations aren't a thing, whatever, whatever. But for Sony, they are. Their entire business model, as it stands right now, is defined by these generations. Like, in Xbox, right? With Microsoft, with what they're doing with Xbox right now, they... They aren't incentivizing you to buy an Xbox Series X, right? Because A, they're, 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 right now, they don't have the games that take that take full advantage of it. PlayStation are in the same boat now. Come, you know, it's, it also brings up that later argument. Why don't you just, why didn't you just delay the fucking new consoles, right? That is, that, that's my point here. My point of contention is you should, from, like, uh, from uh, the business decision, to me, random fucking nobody on the internet says you should be selling shit to, to your new console. Under no previous history has this ever been a thing. Like, there's never been a concern that the other one was sold better, right? The idea is, if you look, it's always about pushing to the next one and, and selling mm. it. Yeah, look, Breath of the Wild came to the wii u but no point did they sell it as a as a wii u game they were like it's a switch game that mm. is kind of coming to wii u like that was the sell and that's what they should be doing here not being like okay everyone don't worry calm down you will still love you and we'll still get you on your ps4 version of the game don't worry there there pat 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 i'm sorry you don't have a ps5 right now i know that but sounds, super, thing, like, that sounds they... super elitist of me and i know <laughs> But that's the thing. Like, are they designing these games for PlayStation Five, and then just like putting, and then just like downgrading them for the PlayStation Four? They're not. They're not doing it the but other way. They're not building it for. Sense. R and D doesn't work that way. R and D doesn't happen in mm. six months. They have known the potential specs of the PS Five for years. It's not as if they've just randomly been given dev kits, right? We know no, that's that- what I mean. Like, so they're building these games for PS5 and then dumbing them down to put on PlayStation 4, which is why a lot of but the I'm, time no, no, you're getting I mean a very like, subpar, uh, very subpar, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, performance on a on a previous gen console. Hmm. And I, I just, I, I just like, can't. Like right it. now, if, if you boot up, um, Miles Morales on PlayStation Five. It it's it runs significantly better than it does on PlayStation Four. Hmm. Like, there's no doubt about that. And you're going to get a subpar experience playing these new games on a then on a previous console. Why deliver the subpar likely. experience? Don't you want to tell people that this is like this is the version of the game you want? Because once again, if it does run shittier, you know what the conversation will be. God of War Ragnarok runs like shit. Horizon Zero Dawn runs like shit. What are you playing it on? Oh, PS4. But most people don't think of that. If I think from a marketing perspective, it's that one sentence yeah. grab. That one sentence grab is Horizon, Zero, Horizon Forbidden West runs like shit. No one cares about the additional context. That is, yeah. the, that is the headline. And they are setting themselves up for potential failure. And it's bad. And like... If I like, it, it does seem like a dumb decision, a really, really dumb decision, and like, uh, it's just, it's. 
I, I know I'm an idiot, but it's, it's, it's all right. I understand it's coming from this weird elitist sort of status. But one thing I did also want to mention as well, Max, that I noticed you didn't put in here as well. It's just another comment from Ben Studio. So over, over this one particular oh, yeah. night, yeah. they announced like a bunch of press releases went out, a bunch of statements went out. And so we had uh, Sony Santa Monica. And we also had Sony Bend, sorry, or Bend Studio, the guys out of Oregon, uh, most known recently for Days Gone. They released a statement saying, we are beyond grateful for your support with Days Gone and are truly honored by the amount of passion our community has shared with us for our world and characters your enthusiasm motivates us to continue to improve and create experiences that will last a lifetime from the siphon filter series to resistance retribution to uncharted golden abyss and days gone we are very excited to announce today that we are expanding the banjo portfolio with a brand new ip we hope you embark on this journey with us and we can't wait to show you what we've been working on so if anything this reiterates the discussion and the, the piece that jason schreier dropped around uh ben's studio about how that they were kind of lumped in with this bullshit uh around uh, naughty dog and that they were given permission to to run through with their own ip so it's now out there. It is now official. Sony Bend are working on a brand new product, which I know will has disappointed many, myself included, around Days Gone. Uh, but hopefully, it's something cool. It's something exciting. Uh, and then maybe if it, if this doesn't pan out too well, they'll then return to Days Gone. Hmm. Does this does this have any of this have you excited at all? As someone who hasn't really played Days Gone, the fuck, I'm Max? not too fast. Uh, I tried it because obviously it's part of the playstation collection for ps5 owners it just it seems so slow to get into and i i I never really grabbed me um i'm glad they get to work on something new that's always good when a studio still gets to keep their their uh do their own uh push their own ideas forward uh it does seem a shame that they may have wanted to work on a days gone too and they've been told no but you can't work on a new ip uh, especially after the whole um, Sony's being conservative and, conservative and wants to make those safe games. If they're going to let them make a new IP anyway, why not use the, the known quantity of Days Gone? Mm. Like it already exists. Let them let them flesh out that world more. But, you know, who am I? <laughs> yeah, who the fuck are we to know? We don't, we don't, we don't know <laughs> shit. Right. Well, at least, at least we know we're not getting a, a sneaky days gone to announcement at E3 this year, Max. But bring us to the next piece of news. All right. So E3 online. E3 kicks off next week. This weekend. For those of you listening as this goes yeah. up. This weekend. So the, uh, here's the rundown on when you can tune in. So on Sunday, the 13th of June, starting at 3 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Ubisoft press conference, followed by the Gearbox press conference. On Monday, the 14th of June, starting at 3 a.m., you can watch the Xbox Bethesda press conference, then Square Enix, and then we catch the Future Games show. On Tuesday, the 15th of June, starting at 1 a.m., we get the Indie Showcase, we get Take-Two Interactive's showcase, and we get Capcom's showcase. And on the final day, the Wednesday, the 16th, kicks off at 1 a.m. again we get a nintendo direct followed by the bandai namco showcase these times are fucked max <laughs> yeah i know it's, it's totally like i'm not going to be at work at that time no but like it's absolutely fucked like previously you know they, they mostly sat around 4 a.m to 6 a.m on australian time so you know we didn't have to be up literally in the middle of the night to watch these. so i mean to, so the, the local times for them are 10 a.m 
and 8 a.m. Yeah, they used to be in the afternoon. They used to be about midday yeah. or like early afternoon yeah. or in the even in the evening US time, right? Because they would mm. do the conference at the back end of the day. So now because they're digital, they can just drop them at the start of the day and it's, and it's not a thing. So I, if I, for one, am not staying up to, or getting up early to watch any of these because... And actually, Max, what do you, before I jump into my little spiel on E3, what, what, are you going to get involved in any of these? Because you're at work, so you can watch them as they happen. Well, so I'll, I'll be at work. Obviously, I, I start work at 11.30 at night. I finish at 7 o'clock in the morning. So I can probably listen to a lot of these things mm-hmm. um, while I'm working. The main ones that I'm interested in are obviously Square Enix being a huge, you know, huge Square Doc. Uh, Capcom Showcase sounds pretty interesting. And then um, I'll, I'll probably watch the Bandai and the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, so I will not be watching any of these live. I'll be watching them when I wake up, uh, in my own time. Because highlight reel. You'll wait till someone wait till someone makes a highlight reel, and then just watch those. No, I'll, I'll watch them at work. Watch them with my clients. But um, yeah, like it's just E three has lost its luster for me. And I do think part of that is the lack of Sony. Like, Sony was my investment into E3 because I'm like, what is coming to PlayStation? Because from when I... Because, you know, I said I've been doing this game's biz stuff for seven years now, right? So as of literally last week, as of the 3rd of June or 4th of June? 3rd of June. Um, uh, No, 4th of June. As of the 4th of June, that was the the day that we first ever uh, recorded an episode of what was to become the the pop culturist. That was day dot right so in that last seven years i have covered i've been heavily involved in games press games coverage right and for a big hunk of that time sony was the winner at e3 they came out and they just fucking punched everyone in the face and they won so for me covering with playstation being my beat for that seven years that's how i identify e3 i identify mm. e3 as playstation's time to shine however since they've stepped out of 28, was it 2018? 19? No, 19. It's been uh, a few years. Yeah, so I'm just like, yeah. Like, I'll watch it. And like, obviously all the third party releases are cool. Like, I'm, you know, Capcom have been doing nothing but fucking wins at the moment. Uh, you know, Square, like, I'm excited for Square for you. You know, I'm I, so excited for Square. I also really want to see what Microsoft are doing because I need to know what their first parties are up to. Because for me, I want to see the competition. I want to see what they are doing. I want to be straight blown the fuck away and be like, damn. Like, what What are they, what can be done for mm. this? And like, Ubi is interesting. I, I don't know what they're going to do, but like, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of hate around that. I mean, we, we kind of so. pretty much, we kind of pretty much know what Ubi are doing. I think they've announced it. We're going to see Rainbow Six, whatever the quarantine or whatever it is. Yeah. We'll see more of Far Cry 6. We'll see more of whatever. I don't. I, I think don't, it's all going to be known quantity stuff. I, I don't, don't think we're going to get many unknowns from them. Yeah, me either, yeah. I don't understand why Gearbox has their own fucking thing, though. Bethesda's heating up with well, Xbox Gearbox, is a big save. Aren't Gearbox a publishing house now? Yeah, they have, yeah, they certainly are. But like, So they'll probably show off some cool indie stuff. But there's also like, a, there's also like a Coke Media presentation at some point. Like, a, There's a bunch of smaller little shindiggies mm. as well, which is cool. And eventually they'll... Like, there's a lot to come out of next week, so everyone should get excited. Um you know, ooh, it's going to be tough. We're going to, we might have to do a midweek show max depending on, Oh, actually no, if we'll just, we'll just do the show all the way through to the end. <laughs> Next week's episode can be all about any leaks that happen just before it goes live, because that's what will happen. We'll be surrounded by yeah. fucking leaks the days leading up. So 
let us know what you think man do you think e3 will get you excited uh like i said the uh, there's there's something on each day that i'm kind of interested in so it'll keep me it'll keep me checking in on it i'm just gonna leave it and then we'll do a show as we normally do i'm just off the off the rumors of last week of there possibly being a final fantasy souls like game i'm just like please yeah that's that's all i want to know i just want to know what's going on there I, i just want some some good old-fashioned final fantasy news yeah and then i'll be happy i feel that but one but what i'm looking for <laughs> right max i'm looking out on the horizon forbidden west uh after the state of play uh, last week uh we have had some more information come out about the upcoming title which might i add my wife is currently playing for the first time in like years she's actually playing games and she's playing uh, horizon zero dawn right now i'm like you need to play this game it's dope i need to finish it if you're playing it and you get further than me that makes me look like shit therefore i have to play it the hot button topic at the moment, of course, is the cross-gen and Sony's decision to release games like God of War, GT7, and PS4, and PS4, PS4 as well as PS5. Many feel that these games can't possibly reach their full potential while still being shackled to ancient hardware. Apparently, uh, Max quoted me. Uh, uh, M-I-T-H-I-J-S. I think D- it's Mathis. Mathis, it's Mathis. D- Mathis J-O-N-G-E. It's going to go Mathis. The director of Horizon Forbidden Worst uh, disagrees. Quote, I don't think the cross-generation development was limiting in any way, end quote, he told uh, Singapore News Live. When we started with the concept of this game, we had so many great ideas that ended up being included to the point that we didn't really think about hardware limitations or anything. We just wanted to design a really nice, unique experience for the player. An awesome adventure. He continued, that's how we also brainstormed all the quests and events that the player is going to go through. I think that the big delta between these two consoles, apart from the 3D audio, quick loading, and the DualSense, of course, is on the graphical side of things. On the PS5, we can add so much more detail graphically. We can see the tiny hairs on Aloy's face, for example. We can also see a ton of detail detail from far away. How do you pronounce his name? Mathilis? Matthias Matthias added that there are some outrageous visual effects that will be present only in the PS5 version, including the existence of moss on rocks. Quote, each individual strand of moss is rendered individually, he exclaimed. So this machine is so powerful and it can add so much, (coughs) excuse me, more detail to the image. I think that's one of the biggest deltas next to the processing power of the machine. We also use it for a specific lighting rig. This is a cinematic lighting rig that we normally only have time to use in cinematics. Because the PS5 is so much more powerful, we have it on all the time. During gameplay, there's a very high quality rendering and lighting system on a lot. So there are all these extra features that make the game look even better. For the PS5 version, we are supporting two modes. One is performance mode, and another is something like a quality mode, they added. The quality mode is 4K 30 frames per second, but the performance mode is indeed 60 frames per second. So yes, we do have a 60 frames per second version for the PS5. This is the same kind of specification as we've seen in countless other titles recently, so expect a slightly lower resolution in performance mode with the advantage of that enhanced frame rate. As part of the new interview with Game Informer, Guerrilla Games has also revealed that a quote, lot of Horizon Forbidden West development was, uh, development and PlayStation is actually taking place on the PS4. 
Uh, Matthias also added, a lot of development has taken place on the PS4 and a lot of playtesting is also done on the PS4. So we are ensuring that owners of that console will have a great experience and that the game will look fantastic on that console. For the PlayStation 5, we can go much further, of course. Visually, we can add a lot more detail graphically. The running technique for the underwater scenes is so special on the PS5. It has extra detail and extra systems. Max. It's interesting that he uh, that they've said that a lot of the playtesting and development is happening on PlayStation 4. Uh, despite all these new bells and whistles that they're talking about uh, that are, that will be available for the PlayStation 5 version, it's interesting to see them go, we're going to make sure this game runs on PlayStation 4 as well. And I wonder if this is on the back end of uh, Cyberpunk running like hot trash on uh, old-gen platforms versus current-gen. Yeah, I... Because if, if, if they're going to support it, because like you said before... You know that 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 one line catch grab of it runs like shit. They're gonna they're gonna want to make sure that it doesn't run like shit on anything. Yeah. <laughs> like I do appreciate them putting that little bit of extra oomph in. I like I do like that, but uh, it, it, it breaks. It, I don't know why it just bums me out a little bit. Do you think? Do you think that the game would be... I mean, it's hard to it's hard to tell because obviously we haven't played it yet. We don't know too much about it. But do you think the game would be better? I'll let you, let's use Miles, for instance. Do you think Miles could have been better than what it was if they didn't have a PlayStation 4 version? Yes. Do you think they, they withheld shit just to make it run? I don't think they withheld it, but I think it would make the transition to the next generation more impactful. Um. Mm. Because it, it's one of it's, it is one of those things. If they are like, said, there, there's compromise there, and like you know, I like I understand this. It would be a lot of hubris within PlayStation, which everyone gives them shit for, of being like, no, you want to play, you buy a PS5. You know what I mean? And like yeah. to me, that's that that seems the fine. That's the practice, right? Like that's not monopolistic in practices. Whatever people were bullshitting about Sony the other week, like this is them going. If you want this experience, you play it. We've made it for this device. It's the same thing as like you like if you don't have a RTX 3070, you're not gonna get the best version of this game. And I appreciate that they like well they still want to be able to play it for those that don't have that shit. But I don't know. I guess it's, I guess because look, admittedly, my the way I see generations is a little bit different. I like clearly defined generations. I like there being a noticeable incentive for someone to, to, to go and play this new thing. I like knowing that there is something being made for that. Like, you know, because I don't play PC games, so that whole PC structure doesn't... In, I don't care, right? And this, and this model of making it across platforms and just being slightly upgraded is likely what the future is going to be. Are you... Just the future is now old bit. man is where i'm at are you an apple are you an iphone guy or, or an android guy iphone do you run out and get the new iphone every year no most because i can't afford it <laughs> okay fair enough yeah that's fine. What, 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 why are we using that comparison uh just because there's no clear incentive to upgrade in my mind there is no clear incentive to upgrade a generation of iPhone. They, they're, they're generally the same thing. Yeah. Now, obviously, the, the practices 
once that new one comes out, the old one just mysteriously becomes shit all of a sudden. <laughs> but the camera pucks isn't chat. <laughs> no, like, but in, in, in terms of using that as an example, no, I don't. Like, I used to get one every two years when my plan would run yeah. out just because it's whatever. But then, yeah. like, now that I'm old and I don't fucking care as much anymore, I'm like, I don't. I like the one I have and I like paying less a month so I can buy games. So I just. I don't think about yeah, no, it. Fair enough. That's that's kind of where I look at it, but uh, yeah, no, it's it is respect. Look, it's good to hear that the development seems to be relatively going well. Um, there is nothing in this information about it looking like it's hitting this year. Uh, there's nothing saying that it won't hit this year. Like it, I, I do think they are playing intentionally vague uh, around the potential release date of this game. Oh, they they're doing the 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 play of if we don't give it a release date, we can never delay it. Spot on. Yeah. Uh, as you alluded to earlier this week, we got a bunch of studios come out telling us what they're doing. One of those studios, Ryan, is Pixel Opus. Ooh. So a PlayStation blog, a PlayStation blog post earlier this week on the future of Sony first, Sony's first-party studios has sort of opened the floodgates a little bit for those in the earliest stages of development. Concrete Genie maker Pixel Opus has revealed it will be collaborating with Sony Pictures Animation for a new PlayStation 5 title. Uh, this news was confirmed via a new job listing looking for a principal graphics programmer, which also makes mention of the new Unreal Engine 5. Pixel Opus also advertised the position on Twitter, posting, quote, We are hard at work on an exciting new PlayStation 5 title and continuing to grow. Come and join us on this unique project with hashtag PlayStation Studios. Sounds like the project is in early stages of development, but it's exciting nonetheless. I wonder what they're... Um, the job listing also states, quote, we are seeking a principal graphics programmer to contribute to our development process as we tackle exciting innovation and rendering opportunities through a collaboration with Sony Pictures Animation. See, Pixel Opus are best known for Concrete Genie, the game that came out mm. in like, 2019 or whatever, and they did Entwined a couple of years before that. So they, they haven't really done a whole lot. They're pretty quiet. They're like a, t- a small team of like under 30 people. And then they're by far the most like small the the smallest team that playstation has as part of their first party studios what i love about this is that they are being used as cool little trial studio right now like they're like hey can you fuck with unreal engine 5 can you do something cool like because into because pigs uh so concrete genie specifically was rad i loved it it was unique it was cool there's these little things about it like they've had this such apart from it being a literary game about creativity, it had such a creative difference compared to what mm-hmm. everything else PlayStation first parties were doing at the time or PlayStation Studios were doing at the first time, right? So I love if they're going to channel that again here because when we looked at the PlayStation first parties, Pixel Opus are the one that is, that is most questionable, for lack of mm. a better word. I mean, you look at me like, how do you operate? How are you allowed to operate? Like, I mean that as in like, concrete genie didn't do gangbusters yeah you're a small team that's probably why you're around because you're not expensive and you're not releasing expensive games but it's like that is the the that that is like the Mm. big question but i like it this this to me at least tells me that they are going to be around for a while they're getting the support and we're going to get cool unique different experiences well, it's interesting. To see, Unreal Engine Five. Well, it's interesting to see that they're collaborating with Sony Pictures Animation as well. Yeah. Like, why not tying it all up together? Well, well, I, I think coming off the back of Kenner, you know, Bridges, Bridges yeah. Spirits. Like, obviously, that's still in development right now. It's coming out in what, August. 
uh you know when that they are all ex animators maybe they're going to channel some of that sort of creative energy and be like oh shit maybe we can do you know to use uh, mm. sony pictures animation which i think like despicable me and stuff so sort of bring that it i i, I think unreal because i know unreal engine gets used a lot in terms of general animation more mm. recently so maybe this is a great way to sort of you know synergize business words you know those two divisions together and create a bigger <laughs> spread of um, PlayStation games as well as PlayStation movies. Yep. Uh, no, no for speed, Max. Uh, five Need for Speed games spanning the PS3 generation have been taken off the PS Store permanently with little to no warning from publisher EA. As confirmed on a Reddit post the other day, the five titles were removed from the storefront in the very same day. They were uh, Need for Speed Carbon, Need for Speed Undercover, Need for Speed Shift, and shift to unleashed and need for speed the run in-game stores for all the aforementioned titles have also been closed and online servers will will, will follow on the 31st of august 2021 this is being done so the teams working on the franchise can focus on the future they claim quote the development teams and operational staff have put a lot of time and passion into the development creation release and upkeep of these games over the years and we love to see you play but the number of players has come to a point where there is no longer feasible to continue the work behind the scenes required to keep the need for speed carbon, undercover, shift, shift, uh, shift two, unleashed, and the run up and running. Makes sense. Probably had like tens of people. Tens of people yeah. at best. And I, I, I don't understand why they had to pull them from the store. I understand the removal of the servers, the closing down of the servers, but why remove it from the store? I mean, does it cost them anything to have them on the store? Don't think so. Is it? Is there a, like a fungible? It? I don't know. A fungible. <laughs> Shut up. All right, let's wrap things up with some quick bits. Uh, so, a big thank you to the Microsoft Store. We have another gaming leak <clears throat> revealing that uh, Two Point Hospital developer Two Point Studios is currently working on a more educational Two Point campus. On its simulation and strategy titles. Gimme. Gimme, 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 gimme. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake has been updated to allow you to transfer your save file in preparation for Integrate's release this week. Take it. You can take it. Take it. I want to even take it. <laughs> but that makes Ratchet. me happy because we are talking about last week about yeah. how I don't want to fucking start the game again. I don't have to now. I could finish Final Fantasy VII and then move into Integrate. You won't, but... No. No, I won't. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart preload is now live for those buying digitally. Coming out Friday. So neither you or I have had gone hands on it yet. Reviews are not out at the time of recording. We have no idea what the future holds, Max. We are, we've like, you know, obviously that we do have friends uh, that, you know, the male may not have access to it at the moment. Like it makes sense. It should be out in the wild. We haven't asked anyone. We haven't spoken to anyone because like no one said shit. Let's lay it on the line, Max. How do you think this game's going to go? Let's get some. Let's get some early predictions out. How's it going to go? You uh, do we want? Do you want just a straight what I think the Metacritic score is going to be? Yeah, and then add, then add some just, thoughts. Because like, like, obviously we had all the preview stuff last week, the week before. Like we're all yeah. working off the same information here. How do you think this is going to go? Uh, being a being one of the few PlayStation Five exclusive games, I think it's going to do really well. I think it's going to sell really well. I think people are going to enjoy it um you know it's one of the 
the more whimsical platformers out there at the moment or soon to be out there at the moment and for a score i would say mid 80s yeah, I was going to say high 80s. That's think, kind of where I, think, I was thinking. I think, maybe think. not in the 90s, but maybe like in the high 80s, maybe like an 87, 88, somewhere around there, about there. Yeah. Uh, similar to, my, my thought process is very similar to yours. As in, when we looked at what Sony has released so far with, you know, Dark Souls and, uh, 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 sorry, Demon Souls and Returnal, this is the first one that's not about punching you in the fucking face. And I think people will get that sense of relief. And I do yeah. think that we're going to see what PS5 can do here. And I do think that this may get a benefit from that Sony bump that everyone keeps talking about because it is kind of real. And I do think that will come across here. And like, it's a PS5 game. It's the first and only really major PS5 from the first party. Give us a bit of a raise. Like, because once they see what, once they, if they can see what these time shift things are doing and the, um, the rifts, like if, if it's, if it's as good as what we're seeing in the trailers, as we saw in the preview footage, that makes me think that everyone's going to be wowed by the tech side of things here. Yeah, like it's not going to be nineties. I, 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 my heart of heart, I, I, just, I can't see it being a nineties. Hence, why my late eighties, late eighties, which I'd appreciate because once again, it is still on my list of games, and we will still, even though I have conceded my video games draft with the two couple, you know, the two games that I still have left to come out, we will tally them up at the end of the year, or at least once Fire Cry Six comes out, so then we all have have your entire <laughs> slate. Um, but yeah, that's that's the thing. I'm pretty. Ex- I'm really fucking excited for Ratchet. Actually, like really yeah. excited. Um, it's I, it's it sucks for me. Ratchet comes out the day after Final Fantasy, so I'm gonna have to split my time between the two of them. It's gonna be yeah. hard. Yeah. First first world first world problems. Sucks to be you. <laughs> uh, no Man's Sky has received a massive update this week with over 21 new enhancements, including flying mounts. For How are they still, still supporting this game? game? It's beautiful years later years later you're still supporting this game yep that's it's fantastic. good it is good it is good it's fantastic yeah like, i've actually been I'm, I'm like this close to reinstalling it just to check it out me it too. looks real nice it looks real nice i think i had like i watched the little somewhere. i think i watched the little video the little video trailer that showed off some of the new enhancements the, the lighting looks way better now uh there's literally people riding around on flying stuff it looks it looks kind of cool the only problem that i have is because i think last time i think it was when they released no man's sky next right and i was mm. like oh shit yeah all right let's go have a look and then i realized the core of the game's the exact same I'm like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like wow look at all these things that i can oh it's the same game yeah. oh shit. uh so watch trying Le- to get me back but i just can't yeah. i can't do it <laughs> Watchdogs Legion is now playable at 60 FPS on PlayStation 5. I believe there's a zombie or something DLC coming out. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I got an email about that the other day. Bad. And Battlefield 6 reveal is set for the 9th of June. I <laughs> think it's the 10th of June for us local time. Do you think future, future or current or old? I'm pretty past. sure it's supposed to be slight future. Ooh. Nice. It's supposed to be slight future. That's probably a good call. I think I think a little bit of future slash moderny future is probably the best space to, to release a, ga- a shooter game in right now. I don't see the the. Well, I'm pretty sure the Call of Duty for this year is going back to World War 
two again because it's that that's the follow one from cold war cold war was the last one yeah cold war yeah but cold war was way after i uh, know sorry not 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 cold war it's um the, the the previous title from cold war whatever i think it was cod world war Two, wasn't it yeah they one. did uh, one. yeah yeah sorry that studio that made okay. that one is making the neck is making this cod because of the whole debacle where they had to change studios midway through this year or oh. last year which is why we got um black ops again so reverend puck in the chat has jumped in uh as he is the the the, the master of the knowledge he go he, they imply alternative universe to world war Two is supposed to be if world war Two just kept going until the 50s that is interesting maybe but i'm mean- ready to be burnt i like i said i <laughs> continuously get burnt i continuously get burnt by call of duty every year and uh, i'm happy to get done again <laughs> is that it oh no it's that, my that's turn. it for no, the quick bits you're up you're oh, it's up. my turn now all right here are the top 10 best-selling games for the playstation 4 for the week ending the 30th of uh, may 2021 excuse me and they are as follows number 10 the last of us remastered number nine red, red dead redemption 2 which i did almost boot up again this week by the way Number eight, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number seven, Mass Effect Trilogy Legendary Edition. Uh, number six, FIFA 21. Number five, The Last of Us Part 2. Number four, Ghosts of Tsushima. Number three, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number two, Biomutant. And number one, NBA 2K21. So uh, for me, obviously, I didn't go back to Biomutant because um, I'm just not loving it, I'm afraid. <laughs> I also haven't gone back to it, I'm afraid. But yeah, so it looks as if, that you know, obviously, I think I think the exact quote on the Push in Australia's Twitter account was, guess there's a sale on because a couple of repeated sort of oldie shorter games, which is mad. Yeah. All right, Max. Oh my God, look at that list. Whoa. I know. Whoa. Upcoming <laughs> titles for this week. We have Chivalry 2 coming June 8th to, ba- to both PlayStation 4 and 5. We have Alba, a wildlife adventure, June 9th, PlayStation 4 and 5. Chicory, a colorful tale, June 10th, PlayStation 4 and 5. Final Fantasy 7 Remake Integrate, June 10th, PlayStation 5. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, June 10th, PlayStation 4. Guilty Gear Strive, June 11th, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, June 11th, PlayStation 5. And lastly, Darius Burst, Another Chronicle X Plus, June 11th, PlayStation 4. Nice. Ratchet and Clank's obviously the big pick one for me because Guilty Gear looks like a fighting game that I cannot play. Ninja Guide looks like a hard game that I cannot play. Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 I'm choosing not to play. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Just no, tell it like it is, man. Tell it like it is. Obviously, Final Fantasy VII Remake's your pick this week, Integrate. Yeah, like I, like I said, man, Final Fantasy comes out, and then the day after Ratchet and Clank comes out, I don't have enough hours in my day anymore to play two games like this. Hopefully, hopefully Ratchet isn't too long. <laughs> we don't know. You have no idea. I don't think I don't think they've talked about the length at any point. But I'm having fun. I, I know I know I know the preload size was like uh, in the article that I read, I think it was like 30-ish gig. They said Integrade, Final Fantasy VII Integrate is going to big, be bigger than base it's Final Fantasy It's 80-something gig with Final Fantasy, or is it additional? No, it's... It's going to be 160 one is, gig? Yeah. <laughs> the base one's going to be 87 plus the extra stuff. So we're probably looking at like 90 to 100. We're looking at Call of Duty size, possibly, for Final Fantasy VII. 
My, when is Sony going to announce when we can put new drives in our PlayStations? When's when's that happening? When's that news dropping? Because I'm keen for that. What the fuck? When can we use the other hard drive slot in our console? How can just the DLC for Integrate be more than the entire fucking first game? No, no, no. I, no, no, no. I don't think that... No, no. So the, the base game, like just without the excess, I think it's going to be the same size. But then more i don't think it's going to be double the size i think it's going to be bigger but i don't think it's going to be double the size all right at least i hope not because otherwise i'm going to be having i'm going to have to delete like a ton of shit yeah it's not looking good anyway big thank you to everyone for joining us this week and for those of you that do watch on twitch live with us on twitch big thank you it's great to see some names in there like the mullet show with his resubscription for his 39th month he goes i think i live here now i think you do and of course always thank you to the to the reverend puck for his help and josh robinson has just jumped in with two little hand waves hey josh robinson as well as killer for coming in patiently waiting as max dealt with his shitty internet problems before we kicked in uh yeah and a you know other na- uh, yeah that's what, uh, there's too many chats for me to scroll back but the worst mother name is the big thank you to everyone that did come and join the party much appreciated max let's send it home this playstation conversation happens every monday morning at 8am on podcast services including apple podcasts and spotify and 9am on those youtubes if you'd like to come t- take part in future conversations with us please Come check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live. You can become part of the chat. You can become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you're on the if you're on the podcast, so be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. We endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash the pop as well as our merchandise popculture.com slash shop we buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it speaking of tables coming coming along well hopefully should be here soon obviously lockdown delayed it a little bit new table is coming me yeah getting wrecked to, me getting wrecked you. in this table is coming i need i need to message ethan again <laughs> <laughs> but until next week i'm ryan betson I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players.